Steve, it's so nice to chat to you again. We talk every year around about November when you're in the thralls of the Mountain Festival and it's always kind of a glancing chat before you have to run off somewhere else and do, do something else. Um, but you, uh, along with many other people, run Kendall Mountain Festival. Um, and I noticed over the last few years you are you're just pushing more and more towards a more sustainable festival. Do you want to tell us before we get into that, what is Kendall Mountain Festival and how long has it been around um, and what is it? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Hugh. Um, well, Kendall is is a huge platform now for, for lots of different communities from, I guess, from lots of outdoor um, uh, and communities who come together every November to, to celebrate what's important to them um, in the outdoor environment. Um, Kendall is at core a film festival, an international film festival. Um, we have 15 to 20,000 people come to the event every year. And it was 40 years old last year. We have obviously had a big party planned last year, but something uh, put a stop to that for all of us, didn't it? So we, uh, we ran the festival online last year for the first time as a broadcast event. But, but yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one to explain. For those people that know Edinburgh Fringe, the, the arts cultural festival every year in, in Scotland, it's very much like the Edinburgh Fringe of outdoor. You know, we have, we have literature, we have the arts, we have obviously film, we have guest speakers, huge roster of guest speakers. Um, you know, we have music, uh, we have panel debates, obviously science with, with yourself, lots of community outreach programs. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's cliche. A lot of education programs as well. Yeah, exactly. Lots of education and that's becoming more and more prevalent. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge event. It really is. And, and, and it touches, has sort of lots of webs of influence, if you like. You know, it very quickly expands into lots of different communities, which is, you know, great to stand back and watch. And it's one of the things that I've, I've loved about Kendall for, for years. And I, I always find it a privilege to come up and, uh, well, used to be to come up and do it or do it remotely um, as it is currently. But it's, a, it's an audience that is there for, that used to be there for, for adventure and films and mountains, but also there for things that, that like you say, like science and, and education and to become more informed about things. It's never just what's the, f- the furthest, the fastest, the, the biggest. It's always like that idea of, of our impact on the mountains has always been part of Kendall, I feel. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think we're, we're sort of mirroring uh, the shift in society. And we have to, you know, we have a responsibility there to do that. And, you know, maybe in the early days, it was very much about mountaineering expeditions and, and you know, the core communities and the sort of pinnacle, um, excuse the pun, uh, of, of achievement. But, but you know, that, that really is still important. You know, I can't uh, negate that. But, but also, I think society and, and certainly our audience, they expect a lot more out of Kendall now. They expect us to talk about climate change, about sort of closed loop manufacturing, you know, what the brand partners are doing. And I think we've moved from a very sort of passive role to be more active or proactive. And was that a, a conscious shift? You remember like in, I don't know, 2011, we went, okay, now we're going to change up and, and move across. Or was it like an organic change over time? That's a really good question. I think, I think the shift was slightly forced, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Uh, a few of us in the team have had to make some difficult decisions about programming, about platforming content, and we've had some criticism. Um, you know, in the same breath that we're working 
on a few panels with inclusivity and diversity and obviously reflecting what's happening in society today with Black Lives Matter, with, with gender balance, with you know, sexual orientation and, and, and talking about these topics within, within, a, within the, you know, the realm of outdoor and the outdoor industry. It was never done before. You know, it's predominantly you know, very male-dominated, very white, um, very middle-class. And I think we're, we're pulling in these conversations and, and areas of discomfort that I think need to be addressed. And if we can be a beacon of you know, representation... Um, and, you know, we're trying to do that. And we're not perfect, but we're definitely a long way on that road. And I think people are really noticing that now. Probably last year more than ever when we went global with our broadcast event. Yeah. What, what, I mean, one of the things that, that has cropped up time and time again in the Athlete Clement Academy is, is the idea of transparency and not blaming people. Like, you know, every... We talked about, like, every festival, every every manufacturer there's going to have some kind of impact on the environment and and adventurers who travel around the world who you know if you want to go and climb in the himalaya then you have to probably take a plane to to get there um and we get a lot of pushback on that saying well if you're environmentalist if you really care about the environment you wouldn't do that you wouldn't have this impact and i think we're moving to a, a, a structure now where we're saying right we hold our hands up we have an impact let's let's find what, uh, what that impact is and let's try and sort it out together. You know, it's a, it's a very open and honest discussion. So did you, did you think about, were there like surveys done to say, right, what impact are we having on like, carbon emissions? What impact are we having on plastics? What impact are we having on, on the, the business a, a, around Kendall itself? Or did you just jump in and, st- and say, we're going to try and change up and, and it's obvious we're just going to try and be better? Look, I think, you know, you've always got to operate within your own skill sets. And if you haven't got those, you bring them in. And I think one thing that we were really good at was being aware of the responsibility we have, not, to, not just to our regional economy and the money that we bring into, into the region, which is significant every year, um, but also the impact that we have as a, as a physical event as well on, 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 on the town and the area. And we thought, you know what, we should explore out there to see if there's anybody we can work with and luckily we managed to find um, an individual uh, Shona Lafferty who's who's been working with us and we co-funded the PhD that she's working on on sort of economic and environmental sustainability so you know it's very much a a Kendall co-funded thing with the University of Cumbria and the outcome will be that she's well she'll finish at the end of this summer and the outcome is that we'll develop a toolkit, a sort of a values and, and a sort of carbon toolkit, if you like, to, to measure the event and the impact of the event. But it, we wanted it more to be more than a sort of just a simple carbon measurement tool for, for an event, a physical event like ours. We wanted it to have a, a socioeconomic overview. So we're looking at, you know, the UN Sustainable Development Goals. We did Belbin team roles for the team. We're looking at the sort of values-based principles for for how we operate and the, the touch points we have in the business. So, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously lots of different working groups, um, lot, lots of measurement, of course. Um, carbon does come into that massively, but um, we wanted this little sort of toolkit or tool bag that, you know, other events can use at the, at the end of it, which would be fantastic. And what did you find, whether it was through the PhD program or whether it's through just your own uh, research your own anecdotal evidence are, th- are the big challenges to 
to head in down that path of becoming more more sustainable in in every sense of the word yeah we, we've already made changes at the event you know just looking at plastic use um, you know use of water we're looking at power power generation the, the tricky thing for us is that we're not sort of a one package event that just moves and sets up like a big music festival which would be easier to control we're working with multiple venues working with a town um, so we have impact and influence but sometimes it's slightly out of our control so again this is where the the phd the toolkit will come into play because we can then go to the local councils and say, look, actually, this is probably the best best way to do this. These are the best practices we've done. This is the, the measurement from the research that we've got. Um, we strongly recommend that you know, we take this approach. And, you know, the same in the same way that, you know, the brands are looking very closely at what we're doing as, as far as work with, with people like yourself, you know, talking about science and environment and sustainability and you know education as we mentioned earlier is is, is also very important to us it, one of it is my favorite time of the year when i get to come to to kendall and um and we have a, a massive schools day where you know thousands and thousands of kids come in um throughout the entire day as obviously before covid um and just have the the best we have like bunches of speakers who do wonderful and weird ad- adventures you know i talk about um, the science of it all but people talk about literacy and um society and it's just a really fun day because and that was i i feel like i don't know when that started i i feel like i've always done that so it's always been Obviously, the next generation has always been a thing that Kendall has, has felt strongly about. Yeah, I think uh, it was great when we first met, you know, and I think we, it was a meeting of minds, wasn't it, where we, we both had the passion. And I, in the back of my mind, I always had a, a thing that I wanted to do with young people um, called the science of adventure. And obviously, it's something you'd already thought about, you were working in, and it was like serendipity, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah. like, oh, well, we could do this on stage. And honestly, I think it's probably the most life-affirming, uplifting event of the whole festival for those. In fact, the public public don't really get to see it, do they? Because, you know, we we pack it full of school children and their teachers, you know, up to a thousand kids each day or more. And uh, and the energy in that room is just electric, isn't it? And they're so, you you know, you you get instant feedback with the kids, don't you? If they're not interested, they'll show you. But if they're engaged, they, you know, they shout and scream and, you know, credit to you, 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 you pull it off fantastically. And uh, it's, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's part of our outreach, you know, as, as an as a, um, organisation, we look at how we can touch younger generations and maybe get people more aware of outdoor that maybe wouldn't normally engage with it. So we're looking at different areas of communities to, to maybe introduce it through guest speakers, through science and education, through film. And it's having... It's making a difference, you know, we're getting teachers and schools ringing us up going, is the festival happening this year? Can we come and take part? You know, it's, it's already on their calendar. And I suppose when talking about sustainability, climate outreach and, and, and the rest, that's one of the best ways to do it is I, I'm really seeing a, a shift in a generational shift in we interviewed two, two wonderful um, young athletes, Seb Salisbury and, and Katie Brazier recently. And, and they, it was just at the forefront of their minds before they'd even started. And, and you know, Killian was, was um, saying that it's not always been the thing that he's thought about. It's not been something that I've always thought about. You know, it's, I was a, a climate ambassador for the British Council from 
you know, quite about 20 years ago. But before that, you know, I, it wasn't at the forefront of, of my mind. So nowadays, kind of bringing it to the forefront of Kendall Mountain Festival and it being a big part of it, it must mean a lot to the, the outreach team, to the athletes as well. Yeah, I think, no, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the young activists, the, like you were mentioning, the, the people there, the, the platform we've given to young environmental activists is, is important. And I think, they, I think we also have to address, well, the, you mentioned the athletes, the influence that the athletes have is, is massive and it's brilliant. The whole Athlete Academy, the Athlete Climate Academy is, is a fantastic innovation. And I think, you know, we'd love to be able to host that at Kendall. But... But actually, looking coming back to the younger generations and the, you know, they're, they're our future. And, I, and I've got to say, one thing that's really important is that they're actually really worried. You know, we have, we have children. You know, we've got kids at university. We've got a kid at secondary school. Um, you know, generally the younger generations are super worried. They're super nervous. You know, probably more than um, our generations are in a sense because they 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 know what's coming. They see what's happening in, in the world. And you know, it's up to us to to be optimistic and I think to give them um, security and positivity um, going forwards. And I think that's, that's the job that we, we play, both of us, in our, our, our different roles is to, is to say change is possible rather than we're all doomed because, you know, that, that's very easy to, to pick up on when you, when you look at the news and see what's happening climate-wise around the world. And of course that's happening, but... You know, I think the, the younger generation need to be listened to, as Greta Thunberg for sure. would, uh, would advocate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. So going forward then, um, Kendall Mountain Festival will run again this year. It'll run again next year, which I'm very excited about. Obviously, you're making some changes. Um, with COVID last year, it was remote. Um, do you think you'll, you'll keep any of that model and mix it into what it is going forward does that help with your sustainability targets at all yeah absolutely i think uh, we were blown away by the response to our broadcast festival the online festival um so much so that we're about to launch a new website which will have a new a new kendall channel called kendall mountain player which will be a 24 7 uh, content on demand if you like but that'll be a subscription model which keeps our business going because as you can appreciate, running a festival of this scale is, is hugely expensive. Um, you know, just to make it break even is, is, is a massive challenge every year, which we do. But, you know, I think uh, we need to look at other models of income to, to keep our team of 12 people in jobs. And I think that's, you know, very proactive of us to think about the platform that we're creating and, and talking about things like, like this and uh, education. There'll also be the tours. Um, and obviously the festival. So that's, that's the development we're looking at. So, so the digital shift really increased our audience, um, definitely took us on a global platform to 82 countries, doubled our audience at least. So uh, I think it's only going to become more and more prevalent going forwards. Um, so the whole Zoom interviews with athletes from maybe North America, I think, will, will continue. I think there's a lot of people probably won't travel as much this year. But... I think I think it's still important for people to come, come and see their heroes at, at, at Kendall. Um, so it's just getting the balance right. I think that's 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 important. The 
the atmosphere at, at Kenna Mountain Festival and the the conversations you have and the people you meet and everything else, it, it really does drive, it really does kind of inspire me to, to kind of go off and do better and do more work. And I, I don't think we're ever going to stop kind of meeting people and like being at festivals and this and that, but it is, it's heartwarming that even though you, you say, right, we've got an impact. Like every, like we said, every manufacturer, every festival is going to have impact of some sort um, on carbon, on plastics, on uh, business, etc. Um, but you've got a roadmap now. You've got a, a roadmap to, to say, right, we, we're going to continue to do this. People find it a positive experience. There's more to be done. Um, so what are the big challenges going forward for the industry that we're going to find that you know we, we want to see festivals carry on we want to see people we want to see these kind of events but what are the big challenges going to be do you think um well i think the the challenges well multifold really i think the challenges for kendall are the sort of increase in scale you know there's only so much we can grow we've had an increased demand from brand partners um so the industry is very very important to us as is the media industry and you mentioned that networking effect you know kendall is a huge hub for networking, whether you're athletes planning on new expeditions, new projects, new film projects, you know, um, your brands who want to check out potential new ambassadors, um, filmmakers who want to look at new techniques, or activists, environmental activists who, who want to talk about issues to them and, and the work that they're doing and diversity and all the rest of it. So the challenges are sort of managing the growth and keeping it, um, as, as we mentioned, with the PhD sustainable. Um, that's always a challenge because you can't just exponentially keep growing and growing. Uh, the challenges for the industry, I think, um, what well, I think where Kendall is unique is that we offer the brands that unique opportunity to engage with the, the end user, the, the consumer, if you like, the person that they're, they're selling to, um, but also to talk about their innovation, their sort of ethics, their values, their the science behind a lot of their, their innovation and, you know, their, their environmental credentials as well. And I think that doesn't happen anywhere else. It's not an industry to industry, a B2B trade show. It's actually a B2P business to public trade show, which is very unique. So I think that that's, that's really important for them, especially in the digital world where most people are buying online now. It's, um, it's, it's a unique opportunity for people to get face to face. So I, I don't think I would ever take that networking opportunity away. And I think the influence that we have is massive because, you know, if one brand sees another brand talking about sustainability and about, you know, outreach and about sort of pledging support for, you know, underrepresented groups, then the other brands do take notice. I've seen that shift and then they make, make changes. So, you know, that, that, that for me is a really important factor within what, what we do. But to, to manage Kendall, I think the, the key for us is finding right partners. We're growing globally, so we've got partners in um, just about to sign a contract in Australia, New Zealand, and maybe North America, it's looking possible, um, definitely with China, and obviously that comes with complexity, but we've got a fantastic team of people there. We've been working in China for six years, and you know I always believe it's better being round the table to have an influence than shouting across a wall or through a window at somebody who you think is doing the wrong thing. You know, I think get in the room with these people, start talking to them and say, look, this is what we do. We think this is a better way of doing things. And then, you know, you're going to have much more success doing that. 
I completely agree. And, you know, one of the, one of the places where, you know, you say about the, the brands kind of taking note of each other, that's the kind of, kind of competition that I like to see um, yeah. in that, you know, let's all be better and let's push, push each other uh, to be better. And, you know, this is one thing that's, there's certain people that I, I trust just to do the right thing. Um, and no matter what they're doing, no matter where they're doing it, I just trust that they're going to do the right thing, and that and that's you guys um, for me. So hopefully, I, I really hope to see you at, at Kendall Mountain Festival in in November. You will um, <laughs> in some in some way, shape, or form. I hope that it goes on. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for for taking part in the Athlete Climate Academy and being with us. Thanks, you, and I think it's great work that you guys are doing with the academy, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to platform it at Kendall and you know share the, these incredible stories that you're platforming. I hope so too. Dio Claudio. Cheers, mate.